thanks so much for downloading the episode on the show today. I talk about our daughter's final senior night as a cheerleader, and then we delve into the world of social media where Paula was brutally attacked by the breastfeeding mafia. This and our ugly and awkward moments of the week. Thank you so much. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. Wash your junk, people. Goodness gracious. Paula. Either shit or get off the pot. We're burning daylight. Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. It is episode 344. It is 344, right? Yes. And we are sisters who podcast. Yes. Yes, we are. So Malia, my youngest, is a senior in high school. And so whenever there is a senior night on the big sports like football and basketball, she also gets recognized because they obviously are there for every game and all that stuff. So when they do senior night... It's really great, especially basketball. Basketball was really cool. They do like a big balloon arch and they have like the announcer right there talking about where they're going to go to school. So we had to walk through arm in arm with her and they created this long line of cheerleaders with posters for everybody. And so we walk through and then we walk through the arch and they take pictures, which, you know, full body shots. Yay. Everyone loves that. <laughs> God. I was like, oh, I forgot we have to do the full body shot. Anyway, so we did that and it was a it felt emotional and it and it goes so fast, Paula. It goes so fast. You can't even believe it. So we're standing there and they're celebrating and all of their friends, you know, their senior friends, you know, from on the basketball team, they do their thing with all their family and there was one it was really great. He had been playing for probably his whole adolescence and high school career. So he had like 7 or 8 years of basketball. And now mm-hmm. he's a senior. So because it was his final final, his parents, his uncle, his grandpa, and his great grandpa were all there. And they Aww. all walked him. They all walked him together. And I mean, it was emotional to see. And the great grandpa was in the back kind of just chilling. And his grand his grandson essentially grabbed him and he said, No, 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 you're in front with us. And he pulled him up front because he's this tiny little old man, you know. Mm-hmm. It was so great. I mean, and everybody, even the other school is like cheering and clapping and it's super full of love and emotion. And it felt great. So after all of that was said and done, Daryl and I left, mm-hmm. grabbed a bite to eat. And then Malia came home and I said, how'd it go? She goes, it was sad. I go, what do you mean it was sad? She goes, well, they have this tradition where at the uh, at the at the last quarter, they slowly start replacing the seniors with juniors so that they walk off the they walk off the court and then everybody cheers because it was their final play of their their career in high school. That's awful. Well, it isn't, but it gives everybody the opportunity to get their standing ovation, their final hurrah, and they get recognized on the court. Yeah. And so that's so and it's also the transition, you know, the seniors leave and the juniors come in. Yeah, I get it. And Malia said everybody was crying. Everybody was crying. The, the the players were crying. The juniors were crying. The cheerleaders. Everybody in the stands because it was an incredibly emotional game. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? That is so weird because even Malia's cheer coach, she's got this thing for Malia. She's like, 
you've been with me for four years and you're leaving and it's really weird. And I'm like kind of emotional about it. It's so strange. And so there's something about their senior class. And sometimes there are classes that are more special than others. Yeah. And this class, for some reason, means a lot to the staff at BV at Bella Vista. And so it's really kind of cool. And I'm like, God, I'm kind of glad I wasn't there because I'm kind of PMSing anyway. God, you would have been a mess. (gasps) (laughs) It would have been terrible. So this was so it was her last cheerleading, you know, last game cheering for the basketball team. So that that's it. That's yeah, it. actually, she's not going to cheer anymore unless it's in competition, right? It's comp only. Yeah, it's all that's left is comp. And so I know when we go to Anaheim for nationals in a couple of weeks, when she hits that last pose, I'm just going to be a mess. Well, I mean, if they if they do win at nationals, though, don't they go to where? No, that's it. Oh, oh, nationals is nationals. Yep. That's oh. it. So they'll they'll finish and that'll be that and that'll be the end of her cheer career. And it's really hard to wrap your mind around. It really is and it proves how much time goes and how fast it goes. Anyway, so yes, yeah, senior night. Now, speaking of nothing good, what did you do to get in trouble online? Okay. What happened? So, you know, sometimes there's like videos or, you know, things on Facebook that you see and you can comment on it It, and it could Mm -hmm. be just like a news article or something like that. So I happened to see this video. It was a woman. She was breastfeeding her child and I will call Mm -hmm. it a child because it was not a baby. Was it like a five-year-old? No, I would say probably two. Okay. Okay. Two, maybe three. It's in that, it's in that gray area where you start to wonder, should you still be doing this? They were at a Mexican restaurant, and so, of course, she was sitting there, you know, Mm -hmm. boob flopped out and Mm. no cover, which I just completely disagree with. But yes. And the only reason why I completely disagree with because I think about myself and I know when I breastfed, I always went to the bathroom or, you know, somewhere else. You know, I was never comfortable with just, you know, having my tit out (laughs) at dinner. Right. Well, and the thing is, is it's still a boob and right. Men look, they do, you know, they're still men. And so anyways, so she's breastfeeding this child and the Mm -hmm. child is taking chips off the table, like for the chips and salsa, and Uh it's feeding it to its mother. Okay. It's nursing and it's feeding chips to its mother at the same time. Mm, What did you say? Well, I think the first thing I said was gross. <laughs> and then the second thing I said was, if it can feed its mother's chips, <laughs> then it can feed itself. Yeah, I'm kind of with you on that one. Of course, there was like a million people on there saying like, that's so cute. I have to train. <gasps> I have to teach Connor how to do that. And, you know, blah, blah, no. blah. Well, you know, there's no more there's no there's no more societal rules. We're all free to just do whatever the fuck we want in public, right? Basically, airplanes have proven if anything how far down we'll go in public. I mean, you know. So, under the comment where I put gross, there's oh. like 35 replies and that you're just the worst human on the planet, Basically, right? you know, and I need to mm. educate myself and, oh, you know, you? and the World Health Organization says the minimum age you should stop breastfeeding is two. Right. But really, right. you should be going up to age four. 
And I'm just like, my daughter was in kindergarten at age four. <laughs> what did you want me to do? You know? Well, I mean, here's the thing. This is the same mentality that, she, and, and I'm not, first of all, I want everyone who's listening to understand that I understand what the utopia should be. I get that there should be no problem with a woman pulling her boob out in a restaurant feeding her toddler I, and that no man would think of it in any sexual way whatsoever or some teenage boy wouldn't go, oh my God, I saw my first boob today at Carmelita's. You know, I get it, but that's not the reality. But I understand the utopia. Mm -hmm. Women should be able to walk down the street in New York City at 2 a.m. and not be worried about rape or being mugged mm -hmm. or going to the mall and having your daughter, you know, kidnapped with a promise of being a model. I mean, those things shouldn't happen. You know, we should live in a world where we all feel safe and comfortable doing whatever we want to do without judgment or concern for our safety. Totally get it. Mm -hmm. But the reality is is harshly different. If I saw a woman now, I am not someone who would say, excuse me, you need to cover up. Oh, I would never do that. I would never do that. But I would judge her for it and then would wonder if she had family, why they aren't uncomfortable. <laughs> like, what is this? It's like, I, I would struggle and I don't, and I'm with you, but we were raised this with this mentality. Right. If the kid has teeth or is eating solid food, boob is over. Exactly. End of discussion. And that was my whole thing is, is once they got teeth, they didn't need mm -hmm. it anymore. I mean, with Brian, I wasn't able to breastfeed for very long, maybe like right. six weeks. But I breastfed uh -huh. Olivia for six months. Yeah. And, and for you, that was plenty. After that, she was starting to eat the little Gerber baby foods and, you know, all that stuff. And so I'm just like, OK, you know, she can probably take like a little bottle now and you know, because she wanted to start doing things herself and, yeah. you know, all of that stuff. So we didn't need that nursing business. And plus, she didn't take a bottle that much anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, here's the other thing, though. If a mother wants to breastfeed their baby till they're three or four, I mean, I'm in no position to judge. But doesn't that seem like that would be something that would be an evening session or early? Like, is it really necessary to whip out the boob at five o'clock in the afternoon at a restaurant? Like the kid is sitting in a in a in a booster seat and has refried beans. Right. Like, what's the point? And sometimes I feel as if, especially since there is photographic evidence that this occurred, that they know what they're doing and that they're making a statement. And it's like, don't bring in the World Health Organ. This isn't about the world. This isn't about how healthy breast milk is. This is about why are you really doing this? Like, what is your motive for being videoed in a public place with your breast out? Like, really, what's your motive? I, I mean, part of me really believes that women do think breast milk is that truly healthy. Mm -hmm. And it gives them the nutrients and the antibodies and all of those things that, right. you know, will help them. Yeah. But on the same token... I think a lot of breastfeeding is more of like a comfort thing for kids. Yes. At, after a certain age, I, I do agree that it's a it's a bonding experience. And I'm, I don't deny any of that. I'm just saying it's like, if, a, it's like a human pacifier, basically. <laughs> well, I don't think you're wrong. And I also think that mothers get something from it, too. 
I mean, I was happy to breastfeed Olivia only because I knew that I was probably giving her the most healthy thing yeah. that she could be eating or drinking or whatever. Of course. But I mean, I don't think we developed like a special bond over it or anything like that. Maybe not for you personally, but I know a lot of mothers who look forward and cherish that quiet time with their baby. And who wants that to end if that's important to you? But I don't feel like that's what's happening at the Mexican restaurant. That's something else. That's not the same thing. The difference between a baby who is literally pulling the bra off of their mother in public because they want to feel comforted versus a newborn who is in desperate need of a feeding and mom is taking care of business. If I saw a woman doing that, I would think nothing of it. You know, because they're they're little and they're actually getting fed. But a two year old who is saying, pull out that boob. I need something that is not the same thing. Right. You know, as far as the nudity in public, I mean, I'm not a fan, but I think that's just a preference thing. Well, with me personally, I've I've always been bothered by it because, you know, God forbid, should, you know, Victor or my son stumble across some woman with her giant tit hanging out (laughs) i don't appreciate it that's just my opinion i'm just like i don't appreciate you having your giant boob out so my 13 year old could sit there and look at it yeah the the one that i can't get out of the bathroom right (laughs) you know a lot and i don't care if there's a baby attached to it and i don't care if it's natural i don't want him seeing it well see because we're in this really weird flux now where it's like look would you want to eat your dinner in the bathroom it's like no but that's not that's not even fair to compare and i understand but if i'm going to be incredibly brutally truthfully honest i hate when women whip out their boob sitting on a park bench just letting the baby suckle away. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why it's so difficult to not just put a little blanket over the baby's head and, you know, being a bit modest about it. I don't know why we're just allowed to just run around in the wild with our breasts hanging out as if it's no big deal. Men are pervs. Mm-hmm. Men will look. Little boys will point. Little girls will point. Even I look and I'm just like, good God, you know. Yeah, and, just- it's, and it's like, it's natural because we aren't a nudist society. <laughs> we don't walk around in fig leaves. And even when I was breastfeeding and I did have the ability to put a receiving blanket over me, I still didn't want people to know that I was breastfeeding. That's why I went to another room. Yeah, the behavior on that video is fine at home. It's not yeah, fine if, in public. If you want your toddler to feed you chips while it's breastfeeding, then that's fine. Do it at home. Do whatever you want. I don't give a shit. So like I said, I got attacked basically yes. by like, you know, 30 <laughs> people, you know, saying that I was You were ignorant. Uh, I was ignorant, uneducated. It's and it's natural and, mm-hmm. you know, yes. blah blah blah, all these things. And so um You know, the World Health Organization says this. And so the last comment I put was, wow, I said, you know what? Now I wish I had breastfed my daughter longer than six months. She's a high school dropout serial killer. (laughs) Live your life. It's not going to affect my life in any way other than I get to judge you from afar. And if you don't care that I'm judging you, fine. I, I think breastfeeding is wonderful and it's a natural thing. But at some point it becomes something more than just nutrients in the world health fuck you and your world give me a fucking break seriously i wouldn't even tell you what all these women had in common either overweight 
very saggy, <laughs> hair in a ponytail, <laughs> no makeup, minivans, and like five kids. No, no minivans. Each and every one of them. Well, there you go. They're probably all part of a club. <laughs> I know. I felt like I was being attacked by the breastfeeding the, mafia. The PTA. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, well, you know what's funny about that is that as long as you agree with them, you're okay with them. But the but God forbid you have an opinion that doesn't jibe with that being a floppy boobed hippie out in public. Oh, and I I did. I'm all, I'm all I'm all you bunch of hippies. <laughs> That's I called them that. Cut your hair, you hippies. I think I called them. I'm like I'm all you a bunch of hippies. And then I they said, well, this article says this, and I'm like, um, I subscribe to common sense, <laughs> so. <laughs> Sometimes it feels good, but as we all know, there is no resolution that's satisfying to anyone on social media. It's just an onslaught. It's like the mail. It never ends. So you're never going to feel satisfied. No, I was in a really bad mood that day. So I, was I know just... I noticed you were pretty, pretty cranky yesterday. <sighs> yeah. You know, I just I don't know what I... happened, but do you ever did... just have days where you, like you get through the day and then like a, by a certain time you're just like you know what I'm just done and so yes. for me that happened at 9 56 a.m and I'm like <laughs> it's a it's a little early for me to just throw in the towel but that's just how it's gonna be today so what did you mean when you said you were succumbing to your demons <sighs> did something specific happen? did you start drinking no, I think I just my demons, my demons <laughs> being, you know, my depression. Oh, uh, yes. Yes. My bad thoughts and yeah, you know. So you just you just succumb to them. We all do. I can always tell when I get throw in the towel and become depressed for no reason. You know, I every mm -hmm. day is a struggle to fight them, you know. Yes. Yes. It's a constant battle. Right. And yesterday they just they beat me really early. Oh, so. fucking sucks, man. Very rarely do you say, that's it. I should never have woken up today. I should have just slept the, do the day away. Yeah. I've just been feeling a little apathetic. I'm really, really frustrated with this job search. So. Oh, I know. I know. Okay, so I found this thing that was really funny. It was kind of going around, and I wanted to read. I have not read all of them, so that th this will be a surprise to me, too. But it says... Guy secrets girls don't know. And so these guys wrote, it's, it's a Reddit thread, and they wrote down things that they're fairly certain that women have no clue about being a man. Okay. Okay, so here we go. I don't, I don't know how many are here. Probably not a ton. Number one, our erections don't mean we're horny. It just goes up sometimes, and I'm here like, what is it, boy? You see something? <laughs> <laughs> Every guy gets morning wood. Yes, and doesn't mean they're horny necessarily. I mean, it can turn into horny. Mm-hmm. But easily. Okay, here's number two. If you want something, just ask us. We are task-oriented. Saying I'm cold won't always register to us as, I need a blanket, can you get me one? And if you're mad at us for something, just tell us, and we will probably stop doing that thing if it's realistic. Don't just fester in your anger for days and wonder why we don't care. We do. We just have no idea what you want us to do. <laughs> you know, it, one thing that does change with that, Daryl absolutely loves the tasks, but I'm the queen of innuendo. So I will sit there and I will do shivering or I'll cover myself with a pillow. 
and he'll be like, are you cold? Oh, I'm a little chilly. He's like, well, do you want a blanket? No, I don't want you to go out of your way. It's fine. And then he- why do you waste the time? I don't know. It's a thing we do. It's a thing I do. It's just innuendo. I, it's dumb. I'm aware. But you know what? We should do secrets guys don't know. <laughs> it's just a study. It's just so much talking with no results. <sighs> Paula, I Who don't know. Who has time for that? I do, apparently. Jeez. I always get the blanket. I just told anyway. someone the other day, I'm so impatient. I'm like, either shit or get off the pot. We're burning daylight. <laughs> it's true. Okay, here's the next one. This one's funny. I spent an hour or so this morning reading about fighter jets, then dozed off and dreamt that I was a pilot. Then I remembered a cool folder I had once with a T-Rex flying a fighter jet on it. I laughed out loud at that memory. And when my wife asked why, I said not to worry about it. Then I laughed again because I thought about a T-Rex trying to fit in it at flight school. My wife and I are now fighting because she thinks I'm hiding something. (laughs) We're really not that mysterious. Sometimes we're just laughing at a T-Rex trying to take notes on wind speed and lift. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. When people come crying to us, our first inclination is to fix the problem. Since this is often not possible, lead with something along the lines of, can I vent for a minute? Or anything that signals to us that this is just a time for active listening rather than a problem solving session. And that is 100% correct. Yeah, see, I'm bad about that. Like, I'll just start going on about like what what's my meltdown mm-hmm. and... Victor will like try and figure out how he can fix it. And I'm like, there's nothing that can be done. It's just, it is what it is, you know? Yeah. And he'll still continue to try and come up with ideas. And then I just get annoyed because I'm like, I'm like, do you think I'm dumb? Like I haven't tried and figured out how to do this 15 different ways. You know, I have had that argument a hundred times. And I will say, you know, sometimes I just need you to listen. And, 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 and I actually will do this. I'm like, look, I'm not asking you to resolve anything. I'm just telling you something. He's like, all right. And then I'll tell him and he can't help himself. He'll be like, you know, we could do this or that. And then suddenly I can't tell you how many times I've said, man, I really wish that we could hit the, the museum a little bit more often in San Francisco. I think that would be a really great adventure. Suddenly he's like, OK, so we can get tickets for March, blah, blah, blah. And this and this and this because this and I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, well, you want to go to the museum? I'm like, oh, my God. You're like, <laughs> no. tickets for what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, I would use that to my advantage. I would be like, it would be so cool to have those black platform mm. heels in size seven and a half. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. You have to be careful with that power. Okay, here's number six. If you have a son, don't rush into his room and demand that he get up immediately to do chores or some shit. He definitely has morning wood and would appreciate not needing to hide a boner from his mother. Give him like five minutes. No, I just go in his room and I touch his shoulder and I say, it's time to wake up for school. He opens his eyes and he says, okay, and then I leave. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, you don't want to get into it. I just don't know what's going on. So, yes. Uh, if it's hot outside and you see a guy do some kind of weird dance, they're just unsticking their balls. Ew. They get stuck? I didn't know that. Well, Well, I do know that when it gets hot, they get longer. Yeah. I've seen that before, so. Oh, the balls hang low? Yeah. So. And so if they get stuck on something, they're just kind of unsticking them inside their underwear? They stuck to their inner thigh. Unless they wear like boxer briefs that are, you know, <clears throat> keep them a little more snug. Mm. Oh, okay. So this has happened to me before. 
As a favor, I worked on a girl's car one time and got pretty dirty. Afterwards, she asked me if I wanted to come inside and take a shower. I told her no because I hadn't brought any clean clothes to put on. She just kind of laughed. Yeah, we aren't exactly bright when it comes to reading between the lines. <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> he is an idiot. Well, you know what? They figure it out like three hours later when they're sitting at home. <laughs> no, they'll figure it out when they're telling a friend. And then the friend's going to be like, and then the friend goes, dude. On. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But then again, uh, a girl needs to be pretty abrupt i guess or direct direct right yeah well listen i've been married to daryl for 20 something years and i still can't get him to recognize when i'm instigating sex i know seriously i i will be like he'll be like why are you looking at me like that i'm like oh no reason and you know i'll do whatever i'll touch him a certain way or whatever and he'll be like (laughs) i know and the next morning, he's like, you know, I could have had sex last night. I'm like, yeah, me too, fool. He's like, I literally, he's like, well, you're going to have to just climb on top of me. And I'm like, I'm not going to those efforts. We have been married long enough. You should know when I'm giving you the look, you dummy. But no, it doesn't matter. Which is funny because when they were younger, you just would have yeah. to like roll over and touch their shoulder. And, and they're like, me. Yeah, yeah, really. And then they'd roll <laughs> over and be like, what? <laughs> Hello, what? What's going on? Yeah. That is so funny. That is okay, hilarious. Okay, here's, this one's funny. It says, I had a girl tell me that my haircut looked nice. I've kept that same haircut for four years ever since. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that's, that's kind of sweet. That is kind of a typical guy, though. Uh, sometimes we use the stream of our pee to try and clean poop stains on the bottom of toilet bowls. That's disgusting. What? I've never heard then, of such a thing in my whole life. And then the comment below it is, this is no secret. Those who do this are heroes and are celebrated. <laughs> oh, my okay. God. All right. I'm not even going to ask if that, if, I wanna, if Victor I wanna, does that. You know I want to ask Daryl so bad. I'm not asking. I'm asking Daryl. I'll tell you next week if he, what he says. Okay. Uh, if we tie down anything in the back of a pickup truck or trailer, it's physically impossible for us not to stand back and say that's not going anywhere. That's <laughs> absolutely the truth. That is no secret, by the way. Anybody within earshot knows that you do that. God, that is so funny. Oh, this is sweet. Dudes can be crazy starved for touch or maybe just Americans. But generally, if you want to be there for your guy, scratch his head or his back, hold his hand, put your hand on his leg. Do that thing where you guys lock arms when you walk. When I'm frustrated or in my own world, stressing about money or what I have to do later that day, it brings me back and grounds me to enjoy the moment with my girl. Take care of your man. <laughs> the desire to touch the top of the door frame is a primal one. I can't understand it. I just do it. <laughs> guys are, I, they do. They always run and jump and try and do it. No, oh, Daryl does it all the time. He does. He's always doing something. He's starting to be concerned that he makes a lot of dad noises. You know, like, (laughs) (laughs) and I'm like, you do make a lot of dad noise. He goes, I do. Like, yes. It's like, oh, my God. So um, (laughs) this one's really funny. We always pull the zipper away from our crotch before zipping up. My wife once reached over to zip up my pants and I had a heart attack from the instant and real fear that she would zip the tip. We learned to pull the zipper away at a fairly young age because we don't enjoy zipper tracks on our penis. that would hurt well i mean don't they have underwear on i don't know 
I mean, I everybody's know. seen something about Mary, but... Oh, my God. Ooh. I've been on the toilet for 30 minutes, but I'm actually pooping. Shrinkage is real. Okay. Okay, wait a minute. It's not a secret. Being on the toilet for 30 minutes, they are not actually pooping. Victor's been in there for like 45 minutes, and he's playing a game on his phone. I know it. <laughs> he's hiding. What did they... What did they do before phones? They just sat in there with a newspaper and read, read the same article? Yes. Back in the day when men read? <laughs> I don't I mean, even think they read. I think they just flipped through it, looked at the ads. I don't know. That's so weird. I know. I never under... You and I both, we have never understood men's need to be in the bathroom for that long. It's I mean, so weird to me. When I have to go, it's like less than five minutes. I am in and out. Unless I'm on my period. And then it's then it's three minutes. It's probably because we wait until like the very last minutes. Yeah, you we're know? busy. We've got stuff to do. We don't have time to pee or poop. Well, and I don't want to sit there and like you know wait for it. I well, just I just want to go when I I know it's ready. I always find it weird that guys poop like three times a day. Like that's so odd to me. I don't really understand that. Like how it's much? It's like a centipede how much, body. How much food are you eating? It's like you consume and poop within an hour. It's like how do you do that? It's so weird. It's like I have I have way too much going on. I don't have time to do that that frequently. I mean, I'm I lucky. also don't eat as much as they do. I'm lucky if I go once a week. I feel like men have to feed all the time, all the time. Well, they were probably breastfed till they were five. Probably. I mean, if Victor's <laughs> eating that much, it's not in front of me. You know, I, I had to stop this because there was a time Daryl would be like, are you hungry? And I'm like, it's a 10 o'clock in the morning. He's like, well, I mean, you want to eat breakfast? I'm like, no, I don't want to eat breakfast. And then three o'clock, what's for dinner? And I'm like, OK, what is going on? With he you? sounds like my children. No kidding. I'll pick him up. No from kidding. School. Mom, what's for dinner? And I'm like, I haven't even thought about anything i haven't even thought about the next stoplight okay so we need to get to our ugly and awkward moments of the week but really quick i didn't want to spend too much time on this but you know how sex dolls are a thing now yes okay they're like this thing so now that some time has passed you know these dolls are men are losing interest with their first purchase oh are they yes and so now there is a forum and i don't know where the site is because i refuse to look it up there is a website forum where men are exchanging their used sex dolls. That's disgusting. And the, the the things are like, she's really pretty. She comes with a teddy and thong, uh, sanitized in and out, you know, $300. I paid $1,500. I'm just, she was my first purchase and I'm really ready to move on to something else. And I'm like, this is going to breed some kind of serial killer. This is not good that men specifically have the option of purchasing female sex dolls that are anything but they're they're literally only missing a heartbeat. So is it's this, like it's is this considered it's dehumanizing women. Is this considered some sort of robotic sex trafficking? <laughs> Uh, no, they're not saying it's a bad thing. They're just saying this This is a new... Th it, it started... Apparently, this forum had started as a place to discuss where they purchased it, how, you know, how much they paid, and just a, a basically a judgment-free zone where they could talk about their affinity for these realistic sex dolls. Now, they're, like, selling and swapping their dolls with each other. And there's even <laughs> this one. Now they're getting into fetish sex dolls. So like there's a guy selling a sex doll that is the size and, and looks like an elf. 
What? <laughs> what? I know. What does Paula, she have like pointy ears or something? Yes. Yes. And <laughs> not human anymore. And I'm like, this bodes poorly for humanity. This can't possibly be healthy for any man. I mean, what? I mean, what is this? It's 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 so horrible. And now that they're sharing it, I'm like, I hope you guys get some weird disease and your dicks just fall off. And then we just don't have to worry about you ever again. I mean, what kind of depraved individuals are out there? How bad is it that a man has to buy a sex doll because he can't score a real woman? Or doesn't want to deal with another human being's emotions and needs and feelings? That they just want a receptacle? I it's so I disgusting. Think, I think it's the latter. I, I think that anybody could probably score even with a prostitute you know exactly but what a prostitute's just too much for you because she has a, a an emotion she, she and an has opinion a, an opinion or a voice or you know requ- requirements or restrictions <laughs> i mean i find this so incredibly disturbing that i don't know at, i mean i guess legally they're not doing anything wrong I mean, I guess there could be forums where women are exchanging vibrators, but I highly doubt it. No, that's disgusting. I think only men do this stuff. And I'm like, what is it? What broken part in you thinks that this is acceptable? And, you know, they made it very clear this is a judgment-free zone. I'm like, well, I would think so. Because if anybody with any sense at all wandered onto this site, there would be outrage. They'd be like, you people are just disgusting. I know. Sharing I would just want to leave one comment saying, you guys are <laughs> sick bucks. <laughs> I feel sorry for that plastic. Oh, my God. It's wrong. It feels so wrong. And I don't know why. I, I mean, really how do they ship them? I just Well, some of them. Some of, and, and this is the other thing. And I think this is a, a next level fetish. It says battered sex doll. Available. Battered? You know, Yes, like they've just fucked the crap out of it, oh and now God. they're done with it. It's just... Does it come with, like, bruises or something? I mean... Worn... I saw one where the arms were all, like, worn where the wrists are, because they probably had it tied up somewhere. Oh, my God. Paula, I'm telling you, this is going to breed some crazy, sick lunatic. Like, the asshole is, like not even tight anymore or something i don't know but but the thing but what's worse is the guys that are buying it like it's one thing to sell it it's quite another to purchase it like who's worse who is worse is my question (sighs) I, i don't know you know and i kept reading and i'm reading this article going all right i'm trying to be open minded because why why well, because I'm trying to see, is this something where it's saving society from these fools or is it breeding a new psychopath? Like, I can't I can't really gauge which it is, but I'm reading this going, I hope I never in a million years know anyone who thinks that this is appropriate and does it. It's just out of my mental brain. I can't. I can't. If I knew someone who ever tried to justify this behavior, I'd be like, you need to just, I'm filing a restraining order against you immediately. Stay away from me and my family. (sighs) It's crazy, right? Uh, Wow. I, right. Like my brain couldn't even have traveled there without you telling me this. (laughs) 
I couldn't believe it existed. And I'm like, wow, it has, you know, and I was telling someone the other day, I go, it has been a long time since something has shocked the hell out of me. I think, uh, you know, I even saw Trump winning. That didn't even shock the hell out of me. This shocking, shocking for what to put your penis in something to get off like I don't it's such a primal thing and to go this creative with your sexual needs is frightening to me and those dolls aren't cheap they're like thousands of dollars <laughs> I know I know because I think we talked about them before we did yeah, they were they were going to have a a, a quote unquote whorehouse for sex dolls, and I know now they're selling male ones. And oh, so please, that's not going to go anywhere. You can build your own male doll, and like you can actually you basically design it and pick like hair color and body mm-hmm. type, and obviously penis size and all that stuff. But I foresee that failing miserably. I would think so. There is not one woman walking on this earth who wants to have sex that couldn't get a man to have sex with her. Uh, No. There Um, is not one woman. I don't care what you look like or where you live. There is always a man available to have sex with you. Women do not have that problem. Men have that problem. Men don't think they have that problem. The, the, The crazy ones think that they can get laid... But by someone who looks amazing when they are toothless and gross, they still think they have the they they have the ability. It's crazy, but they do. And then they just go, you know what? Fuck this! I'm getting a sex doll. It's like I don't know how that happened in life, but it is. It did. You're just like forget it. it. I'm going home to Roxy. (laughs) And you know they always have those kinds of names too. Oh my god! I, and you know, and you know they have them like sitting at the dinner table with them eating <sighs> dinner, and they're Doesn't wearing like psycho a dress or something. It's like, well, Trixie Delight, what have you made for us this evening? Oh, McDonald's. Okay, right. you know, it's like crazy sitting on the couch watching Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> scary oh my (laughs) god i don't i don't want to know them and i'm glad they they have one judgment-free zone because there there's excessive judgment over here don't come near me i'll tell you to get therapy i'll just tell them to get the hell away from me (laughs) i don't know anyway well i'm so glad i brought that to you so that now you're more educated about life and uh we should do our ugly and awkward moments of the week telling me i guess it was a story in the news our crazy crazy uh nation mm-hmm. someone was wearing one of those uh make america great again hats okay but it was the maga that's all it said was just M-A-G-A. oh maga mm-hmm. maga 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 and uh and so he was telling me about it and i'm like oh they were wearing one of those magma hats huh and Brian looked at me, he's like, what? And Victor What's looked at me, and he's like, magma? And I'm just like, yeah, I'm like, you know, the Trump hats, magma. And, and Ryan's like, mom, it's it's MAGA. And I'm oh. like, and I'm like, well, what's magma? And then Victor's uh, just what like, what is magma? He's like, it's a uh, lava underground that hasn't surfaced yet. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's right. So, I thought it was that magma. Smegma? Smegma. What's that? 
think that's the gross stuff in between the taint and the penis. The gross stuff? Yeah, there's like stuff that Oh, I thought that was there. from under. From under. Famundo? From under cheese or something. <sighs> well, I don't know. Then what's smegma? Is that a whale thing? I have never heard of it. Hold on. How do you spell it? A sebaceous secretion in the folds of the skin, especially under a man's foreskin. Smugma? That sounds smegma. Smugma. Is a buildup of dead skin cells, oil, and other fluids on the tip of the penis or in the folds of the vagina. Well, that sounds disgusting. I think that we should go ahead and make sure we never get that. Oh, my God. Wash your junk, people. Goodness gracious. All right, so that's your awkward moment. Yes. Okay, mine is a little is also a bit ridiculous. I really need to go get my brows done. It's it's been a while, and I you know we're fairly hairless people. We don't have a lot of thick hair growth, but they do need to be cleaned up and shaped. And so yeah, and shaped. And so you know you don't want it to start wandering into your hairline or anything mm-hmm. weird like that. But I just don't really have the time right now, and so I was doing it myself. And I was like, I was like, gosh, the brow hairs can get long. Yeah. So you get, so you get the, like what looks like a mascara brush and you you kind of brush it up and then you kind of just trim the ends with a eyebrow scissors. Yeah. And so you keep them kind of short and trim and you know, they look nice and they lay flat. So I could not find my brow brush. And so I'm like, oh, I can wing it. (laughs) So I'm in my mirror and I'm doing it and I'm like, snip, snip, snip closely. And of course... I thought what was a long hair was not. I literally have like half an eyebrow in oh between. My God. <laughs> and I'm like, I pulled back and, you know, when you're really into something, when you're looking close in the mirror, you're not really seeing the full picture. And so I did. I'm like, okay, well, that looks good. And then I back up. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm like, I have a big hole in my eyebrow. I'm like, what did I do? You're like a little kid who cut its hair. <laughs> yes. So luckily, because eyebrows are super important in this day and age, I have eyebrow liner. Yes. So I can kind of hide it. But I hope it doesn't grow back like thicker or sticky outy. That'll be embarrassing. No, I don't think it will. I think eyebrow hair just grows to a certain length. Well, yeah, mate. Well, except for old men who have super long hair. You know how theirs get like three inches long and it kind of just lays. I know that Victor's eyebrows are getting kind of wild. Daryl asked me if he needed to get them done. And I said, you know, I've seen men get their brows done and it looks really odd. I don't know. I'm like, I'm not I'm not saying you shouldn't get a little shape or something. But usually your hairstyle. Well, like uh, our hairstylist actually does do that for him. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. think that's good enough. Just just to put put a comb through it and then do the razor and just shave him. Daryl remembers someone. He he mentions it occasionally when we talk about his facial hair. He'll go, "I knew a guy who actually got his brows done. It looked really weird." I'm like, "Well, maybe he just liked the look." He goes, "Well, I don't know, but he, it it stuck out and he looks surprised all the time." I mean, I wouldn't <laughs> get him like shaped and waxed and everything like that. But I mean, the eyebrow hair itself could probably be trimmed. Yeah, so he trims it up, and you know. Luckily, he does not have the ear or nose hair situation, but I know men do get that. Not yet. (laughs) Not yet. Although his dad's pretty clean. So I've never noticed any errant hairs coming out of his ear or nostril. So he either is very good at grooming or he just doesn't have that problem. I'm really, really thinking about getting waxed. Pubic? Yes. Okay. You you know, if you guys are going to make these plans to do Botox and, and waxing, you have to include me on this. 
But see, I want to. Are just, you going full Brazilian or just trim? Well, I mean, I kind of feel like the butt area. I don't even think that would really hurt. And yeah. I don't think the lip area would probably hurt either. Ooh. I think it's the bikini that would hurt the worst. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And Man, I don't know. Yeah. And I'm I'm just really scared about that part. <laughs> well, if you do it, you have to invite me. I want to go at least go if not do it. I don't want a full Brazilian man. I really don't. I've done that. And it is very uncomfortable when it grows back. Really uncomfortable. And you're going to be I, I remember one time I had that done. It was a while ago. I had it done. And I was in the car at a stoplight. And it was like, the the itching was so intense that I literally could not help myself. And I shoved my hand down my pants to itch. And it was like, this is practically orgasmic. It feels so good to scratch this. Like, I don't want to do that again. I don't want to go through that. When the hair does grow back, I do oh. recall times like clawing at my ass crack. Yeah. And it's like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to go through that experience again. I really don't want to scratch at myself like a bear. Olivia was copying me the other day and I didn't know it. And I started scratching my butt. <gasps> and then she started laughing and I'm like, what? And she's like, I was copying you. And then you started scratching your butt. Oh, no. You're like, yeah, I know. I saw you copying. I'm like, it happens. What do you want me to do? Well, you're very open, so... Well, I was in the kitchen by myself or what I thought was by myself. <laughs> I didn't know she was behind me. <laughs> Private eyes. They're watching you. She, I should have known. She's always by me. Anyway. All right. Well, we should close out the show. Yes, we should. So uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. Valentine's Day is just around the corner. You still have time if you're a Prime member to shop Amazon. So go to UglyTruth.com, click on the Amazon button, order something crazy, and give it to your loved one. They will appreciate it. If you want to get some makeup or skincare needs, go to LipandClip.com. Have a fabulous Sunday and rest of your week, and we will see you on Wednesday. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.